Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back to the Run Dot Down here on the Strickland YouTube channel. And if you are listening afterwards, the Strickland Podcast Network, Knicks lose to the Milwaukee Bucks with a score of 109 to 103. Um, you know, this was one of those like slug it out games. It wasn't the traditional shootout games that we've been um, accustomed to here in Knicks land. Um, these last couple games, um, I don't know if the if I don't know if it was really the defense that tightened up or it was um, you know just guys missing shots, but something changed tonight, and we'll we'll get into all that. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, I don't know. It was encouraging to see Mitch play the way that he did tonight. I will say that. Yeah, um, I feel like Mitch was arguably the best player on either team tonight. Um, Giannis was Giannis, uh, but at the same time, I feel like aside from Giannis, it was really just Mitch like imposing his will on t- on the Bucks on the old boards. I think he had what uh, eleven offensive rebounds tonight. Wow, <laughs> eleven offensive rebounds and. 20 rebounds total, 15 points. That's just, like, I think you could argue this is probably his best game as a pro. Like, the way he was able to, not to mention, I think only two fouls as well. Mm-hmm. Um, His ability to just bang with the best centers in the league. Like, you're looking at the probably arguably the best big rotation in the league between Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis and Giannis, of course, and he was holding his own against all those guys, and he was creating a bunch of second opportunities for this team. Uh, that's why they paid him money. That's why they got him such a good deal. And remember, that contract goes down for the next few years as well, which is a really, really good asset to have. But yeah, man, like when he's when he gets his timing back, and I still feel like he's working his way back up. But to have a game like that after having the last couple of games against like Portland and against um. Uh, what's that? What's that? I forget. Who do we play? Detroit. There you go. Detroit. So, like, having those games, starting to like string those games together is really encouraging for him. And I'm happy to see him like do the things that uh, he was doing towards the end of last year as well. I kind of feel like he's starting to pick back up. Um, yeah, I mean, this is these type of games are kind of like what makes um, watching him frustrating for some fans is that like you see these type of performances, especially against an interior that is as stacked as the Bucks interior, probably one of the best, if not the best interior um, defense in the league with Brooke, Giannis, and um, Bobby down there uh, on both ends providing stuff. So for him to be dominant the way that he did against this this front line, it's like, Fans, they expect to see this more often. And, you know, I know he's battled back from injury and he gets injured quite a few times as well. And he sometimes puts up inconsistent performances. But this type of stuff that fans want to see from him, you know, consistently. Um, And that's why he's like, I think, somewhat of a polarizing um, topic. Not as much as um, RJ Barrett is. Um, amongst Knicks fans, but he is um, someone that can, you know, 
force people to choose sides, I would say. Yeah, I just hmm, I'm really tired tonight. Um, yeah, man. I just want to see him like do this consistently the way he was doing it towards like what was it, the mid part of last season where he was like straight together a bunch of these games. Again, uh, great finishing around the rim as well. He had like, that one up another hook shot against Brooke Lopez that came, became an and one. He's just the touch is there, the ability to rebound is there. Uh, even had a decent assist tonight as well. Like he just controls the game and breaks up a lot of different offensive schemes and plans. And him and Grimes together on defense is a really interesting combo. I feel like the Knicks rebound better when they're on the court because I think they give a, a ton of hustle that like the other guys aren't giving right now for reasons unbeknownst to me or you. But yeah, like that's a game where you feel like this is encouraging in terms of like team defense, in terms of being able to string together and like develop as a team. But yeah, uh, I guess we could talk about uh, the other guys. Um, so yeah, the other guy that um, probably had the most, um, most significant um, good game was RJ Barrett. Um, finished with, um, hold up, let me pull 26. this up 26, 2 and 3 on NBA app. This app. I hate 8 of 15. 8 of 15 from the field, 2 for 4 from 3, 8 of 9 from the free throws. Very encouraging stuff there with the free throws, um, you know, to get to the line and get nine attempts. That's very encouraging. Um, he it, The process, again, still looks pretty good, um, I would say. Um, he definitely is, like, continuing this trend of, like, not really, I guess, like, forcing it or like even making bad decisions with the ball in his hand. So that's, that's encouraging to see this consistent trend. I know everyone will harp on the the three that he took at the end. I, I for one did not like it, but I don't want it to take away from like the good game that he had. I thought the shot was, I, I, I didn't like it, but I'm also like Thibs isn't really going to really run anything creatively for us to get a good shot anyways. So it's like, you take what we got. Um, had it been Grimes taking that shot, I probably would have been probably a little bit more confident, um, especially since he's been um, – he's finally got a shot going again. But, you know, you're going to live and you learn with these mistakes um, from these – from young from young players. So it is what it is. But I, I thought overall he played a pretty good game tonight. Yeah, I think he was, he was fine. Uh, I think he's been a really, really strong game. I do like the processing. I do like, um, again, be, him being deficient is really positive. The 8 of 9 from the free throw line was really good as well. Getting to the line, being able to convert at the line, that's what you want him. He was good at the layups, threes, and free throw shooting tonight. So, like, if he's able to do that consistently, then bare minimum, the guy is looking at a, an easy 18 to 22 plus a night. And that's all you want him to be, just efficient be able to hit his shots and be able to contribute um, on that side of the ball. And he was the, probably the only Fisher person tonight. So good for him. Yeah. Um, Jalen Brunson, 17, five and five. Didn't really get it going until the end of the game. I would say um, had a pretty rough go of it today. Um, I don't know if it was 
the injury that he sustained, which I'm still not clear whether it was the quad or the ankle bothering him. It looked like the ankle. It looked the ankle, but like it could also be like a like the chain of the kinetic yeah. chain uh, right. of his leg where like the ankle went and then his because it's all in the same leg. It's all the right leg that's that's bothering him, which is somewhat of a concern, but not too much. Um, I will get into the concern that really bothered me as a result of him um, leaving the game a little bit early. Um, but yeah, he 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 got it going in the fourth. It would have been nice to see him get it going a little bit sooner because there were some points where I thought we could have used a little bit um, more of his initiating the offense and, like, getting into things. But I'm not going to really complain too much there. Um, what I will complain about – well, actually, I'll get to that later. But I do want to um, just say that, um, you know, it's still encouraging to see that Brunson's able to still, like, turn it on in certain moments, um, even when yeah. he has a bad game. So, you know, that's that's definitely encouraging as his well. His fourth quarter – like, if he hits his free throws in the fourth quarter, we're having a different story here. But, like, his ability to basically – he was the rock in the fourth quarter. His ability to get Giannis in foul trouble, he basically – like, there are two fouls on Giannis that Brunson directly calls in that fourth quarter. His ability to, like, hit those shots when they were timely and necessary. He just missed from the free throw line tonight, which is really uncharacteristic for him because he's – Again, a 90% shoot before tonight. So I'll live with that. Like, A, Giannis somehow went 9 of 12 from the free throw line tonight, and Julie, and um, Brunson went 1 of 4. The NBA is weird like that sometimes. So not too uh, upset about his performance, especially in the fourth quarter, because the fourth quarter, he was the reason why that game was even close. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Whoa. <clears throat> but um, yeah. Um, Grimes, why is Grimes listed as the point guard on the NBA box score, by the way? It's weird. It's been doing that for the last few seasons, too, where, like, Fournier was listed as the point guard, and now, um... NBA app fix your shit. Um, Grimes, um, I thought he had a pretty okay game today. It wasn't nothing really, like, that, like, nothing really popped today like it does the other days, like, playmaking really wasn't on display today and that was more so because um guys like um Brunson had the ball in their hands more and we're we're trying to create a little bit more than than Grimes Grimes wasn't really um he had this one play where he attacked off the closeout and had that baseline um baseline dunk um so that's encouraging to see that he still has you know, explosiveness, the foot seems to be that's something that's in the past. So, you know, that's definitely encouraging as well. Um, um, yeah. I felt like he was getting torched by Drew, though. Like, Drew yeah, put him he in was the having a hard time fight. with Drew. And, like, to his credit, Drew had, like, his one good offensive game of the month. So, like, I can't even hold it against him. But, like... And we said yeah, it was probably coming. I knew, I knew you, you knew it was going to happen, but, like, yeah... Drew was giving him buckets on buckets and, like, baiting him into fouls and having him, like, yeah, it was not a good night for Grimes against Drew Holiday. But otherwise, I feel like he played a, a solid enough game. I feel like – I feel like he was able to contribute a decent amount as well. Even though, that like, the shot wasn't falling the way we expected to fall, I do feel like he was able to contribute in spite of that. And, again, I feel like his hustle was really noted – I think he had a couple um, a couple possessions where, like, he saved the ball. I'm thinking of that one where, like, he basically saves the ball after Julius saves the ball. He saves it, and then 
manages to find Julius Nick the Hoop, and that's an and one. I think it t- almost ties the game. So you saw that hustle in the split tonight. You saw the ability to like close out and start like you know. And I feel like that hustle kind of spreads to the rest of the team because like that second half, that energy that they showed defensively was really really potent. Like they were doing what they needed to do defensively. Everybody except for Hardenstein, of course. But like, yeah, I, I feel like the starting unit with Grimes and uh, Mitchell feel like they have a little bit more energy compared to Hartenstein and Cam. And that's not a fault of Cam. I think more so of Hartenstein. But, yeah, we, we, I don't like Hartenstein. I, I'm over it. I'm done. I'm done with Hartenstein. Yeah. Um, yeah, that experiment needs to – I don't know. Um, last but not least, the starting unit. Um Mr. Randall, I didn't really like his game tonight, and I saw it coming. I saw it coming after the the, the Pistons game. I knew that he was going to come in tonight and, you know, aggressively hunt his shot. He finished with 18 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, um, 8 for 24 from the field, 1 for 8 from 3. Um, yeah, I just didn't like what I saw offensively from him today. Yeah, um... I didn't like the three balls. I feel like the two balls were fine. Um, he was he finished like seven or sixteen from two point range. So like he was doing more when he was getting to the rim and he was doing more when he was attacking. I feel like he settled for threes too early in the game because like Giannis was like he had Giannis on him and he basically tried to like get the jumper going in order to open up the rest of his game. It didn't work. And then he just kind of went, All right. I'm going to find my shots when I'm going to fold the offense in the second half. And he really didn't shoot much unless it was, like, putbacks, uh, cutting to the basket, stuff like that. So I'm not too – I like that first half was really poor. Second half I felt like was better. I also feel like his defensive effort was really solid this game. Um, they were all battling. Like, I feel that like this is a game where you're like, this team was battling from start to finish, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with them losing this game against one of the best teams in the NBA because they're like playing their hearts out and they just they come up just short. I feel like that's okay for me. Yeah, I mean I've I've kind of accepted any result this year with any game. Like I am I'm so numb to like all these games now. <laughs> I am so numb. I am just like watching this game and I literally like during like the last like actual game minute i scarfed down like three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches like i was just like fuck this damn bro three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches yeah i was just like whatever can this game end so like i we can get on here and talk about it now because like again what am i saying i had like whole two whole big macs and like fries (laughs) and shit like i was feeding food yeah so i was just like you know what i know what the result of this game is gonna be you know, all the predictions we make on here are hilarious. Like, we I predict we predicted Grayson Allen doing something. Like, it, it was going to either be, like, an assault. It was one of the it was white gonna boys. Be, it was going to be either, like, a, a freaking assault strike from the, the two white boys or, like, it was going to be, like, something like this where one of them hits, like, a BS shot the way Grayson Allen did tonight. Man, and, you know, I think the thing, the thing I bought into it when Giannis fallen out. And I was like, oh, we got it. We're about to win. And then... He hit that damn shot. Like, and RJ went underneath the screen too, but he was still he was, he was still able to get like a decent contest. Out, he still got he a pretty that. good contest on it. 
the like, fact that Grayson Allen hit it, after the night that Grayson Allen was having too, like Grayson Allen was just like going into the paint tonight. He really wasn't trying to shoot threes. Like he just knew he didn't have it, and then boom, he hits that BS. It's like all right, he hits one. That was the one three he hit all game too. Yep, I had him God. in a parlay for two. Oh, um, but yeah, um, I guess we will get, I will get, we will get into some complaints and other parts as we, you know, roll through these comments before we get to the comments, though, everyone's favorite part of these shows that everyone wishes they could like immediately fast forward through. And I'm sorry that you cannot. Um, but if you're listening to the audio version, you are probably already skipping through it. The NBA season is heating up, and there are still so many unknowns about, you know, where the Knicks season is going to go. That's a lie. Um, When I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. My favorite plays are lottos. Um... You know, sometimes they cash, sometimes they don't. You know, it's all about the fun in it. Um, I think tomorrow there's one game on tomorrow. Shout out to whoever scheduled um, the NBA um, schedule. But, um, yeah, it's Mavs versus Pistons. Maybe Kemba Walker's playing. It's a game time decision. Maybe Jaden Ivey's playing. I don't know. Don't bet on this game. Bet on it. Do as you please. Download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get 100%, $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes and or show description for details. All right. Let's get into some comments. Yasser says, rare RJ good game. You're not getting another one in a while. Go crazy with it while you can. Uh, he's had a couple good games in a row. He's had a good couple yeah, stretches. Like, he's, so, had, he's had some decent games. Like he's 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 gonna find his way back to the mean. Like regression to the mean. Really, like people shouldn't be like tripping about like, oh, RJ Barrett's never gonna be good again or anything like that. Like Relax. Like it's fun to overreact on Twitter and stuff, but like, yeah, no, actually speaking, it's, it's like he's gonna be okay. Like, yeah, like he had a good game against Memphis. He had a good game against OKC. Like, he's starting to find his rhythm again. That's all he needs to do. He, he'll be okay. And if he's hitting his free throws like that, like he's still going to end the season with above average shooting for his career. Like he's probably gonna be around like 55, 56. He's gonna be fine. It's just a matter of like, is he ever going to be more than like layups, threes, <laughs> and free throws? But then again, I would rather him be good at layups, threes, and free throws before I try to see him do like the step back mid range tween has he shit. Like, 
just get good at the simple shit first and then like work your way up from there. And if he's not gonna get good at them, work your way up from their level, then like being good at the layups, dunks, and free throws, like you're fine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This post nasal drip is killing me. Um Zachary Plitt says, Oh, this looks like a new name. Welcome to the stream. Um, how do we not run situational offensive sets? Dibs had two timeouts left after the Allen three. Run a play, get an open shot. Literally every other team doesn't. Um, the Zachary, shot was open from it like was. I hate I hated that shot, but that shot was open. It like, was open, but yeah, exactly. I didn't like it, but it was open. But I think he's probably talking about like probably run something to like get it even more open, or maybe someone else. Maybe he wanted someone else to get that shot, and yeah, somebody else got run. the shot. Problem is, like he's the hottest guy on the court. True. For the Knicks, so like. True. He was the guy ideally you want taking that shot because Brunson had to hit a three. Randall he was, was two for three at that point, too, from three. Exactly. I would have liked to see him go to the rim and maybe try to get an and one, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to get mad at the dude who's basically the best offensive player on the court tonight taking that shot, especially when the guy sags off. If he makes it, everybody's going nuts. Also, really, it shouldn't have, should have gotten to that point because if Brunson and he like if people hit their free throws, that that game is like they're only down two instead of down three. So like, it's got well, they're even down because like Mitch hit, hit Mitch missed the free throw, Brunson missed the free throw. Like, games try like, either tied or I I'm harping more in the on the missed free throws and like the lack of execution down the stretch when like realistically the ball was going to RJ anyway. Also, Zachary, I don't know if this is your first time watching the Knicks or Thibs, but literally what every other team does is, like, what the Knicks strive to not do. <laughs> like, staggering, being creative, you know, playing your best players at certain points in the game, you know, things like that. The Knicks don't do, but other teams do. Good question, though. Um, Dibs should have. I think he should have at least gotten a timeout just to like ease everyone. Yeah, down. I would have. I would have taken. I would have taken the timeout. But I'm like not. You, mad you at ease your shot. troops right there. Yeah, I don't know. People like people are gonna hark on that shot, but like I'm not mad at the shot. If it's the dude went under on the he Grayson Allen went under. You're at the top of the key. You have the hot hand. You're probably gonna take that shot anyway. Yeah. All right, let's see. Mm, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Jake Selig. I hate how they put Obi in such a box by using him as a 3 and D guy. And Ariel, I don't know if he's watching the streams, but he noted something that I've been like carping on forever with Obi is Obi's. Oh, man. I can find it. Where is it? All right. See, he says, all right. So at a Pacheco NBA, follow him. Does great NBA content with us too. Um, is no one even slightly concerned with the fact that 54% of the 
of Obi's shots have been from three this season. For reference, he was at 33% last season. He's already taken three of them tonight. I get he shot well, but it's coming at the expense of his ability as a cutter slash rim runner. That's all I've been saying this whole time on post games. Like, can we just like have him be more of a cutter and stuff? Like, stop planting him in the corner. Like, literally almost every single possession. And like, there was a possession where he had to like hoist up a three because like it was the end of the shot clock. It's like these possessions, they are like reflecting so bad on him because he's just hanging out outside on the perimeter. It's like, can we just like have him in the dunker spot? And like, I guess tonight was not the night to go small, and I don't even know why Thibs tried it at one point. Um, yeah, like he went Obi was... Randall, and I was like, dude, like we want it, but like in context, in context, like relax. Yeah, I think didn't they have like Portis, Giannis, and Lopez all on the court at the same time? I think, or at least I know Giannis was on the court, and like if Giannis is on the court, do not go small. Like, what are you doing? Like, you want poor Obi trying to guard Giannis? Like, come on. Let's and like I know Thibs wouldn't have done that. He probably would have matched up Randall with Giannis, but still, we want Yon, we want Obi Randall lineups in the right context. Um, but yeah, I just I just think that like they should use him in more pick and rolls. And even when he's doing, I I I I was watching specifically tonight when he was doing more screens. They just showed one where he popped out to a three. But there are some times where he's like rolling to the rim and like they're just not passing it to him and i don't know if he's like being really deterred at the rim or nothing but like yeah that's just something i noticed tonight i don't know if it's something that's been going on a little bit longer i haven't really been keyed on it key zoned in on it so so closely but yeah yeah i do want to see him taking less threes though i do want to see him get more opportunities to like finish on the basket and stuff like that i just don't know how, how many how many of those opportunities he's really going to get and that's always been my problem because, like, it's like you know, I can... it's like they should like they should look at how like the Grizzlies use Brandon Clark. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he gets so many opportunities to do stuff like that. From what I've seen in my limited time watching Grizzlies games when they matter to me, um, but yeah. <clears throat> I can, I can see that. I think the thing with on Clark is like he's still only putting up like, ten, like ten points a game, and that's basically where Obi is at, like eight to ten points a game. Yeah. Um. He just gets it differently. Yeah. I, so it's not something it's that weird. we're not. I'm not asking them to like run like full like ten sets for Obi a game. Like just like change things up the way we're using him. Shout out to him. He was mic'd up tonight. Um. Very vocal guy. Yeah, you. Yeah, Q. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like I feel like he's trying to replace like that energy of um Pinson to um also shout out Pinson. He was like responding on Twitter today <laughs> to um Knicks fans. That's he misses home. He was responding because like they were saying how um they were saying how like Dibs probably didn't like all the, the shenanigans that he was doing on the bench, and he was basically saying, like, he doesn't care. I mean, like, when we trade for Luka, don't, don't let Theo Pinson in for the culture. That's what we need. I'm weak. 
but um but yeah, yeah i feel like i feel like always trying to like replace that energy um shout out to him he's doing his best attempt um but you know obi that's 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 for guys that like literally are like scrubs and like that is their that's own for ryan archie diakono yes ryan you're, you're supposed to let ryan archie diakono do that um who was ryan archie diakono got the energy of like a golfer like he got the energy of like a caddy who's like hey great shot man <laughs> he, he nice does. d <laughs> he dead does we need we need someone to bring those Theo Pinson vibes back, but there's probably not. Keep he not he not going for that bullshit. We need a hoodlum like Sweet Mikhailu is out here like cursing the Ukrainian. Oh my gosh! And then like Orion Archie Diakono is just like you know hey hey guys, great shot, good attempt, proud. Like it's he's just a white suburban dad. We need some we need some hoodlums. Oh my gosh. Like we need we need like Marcus Morris just like on like a voice box just wow. yelling out obscenities and like hyping up dudes. Hell Louisville sucks. We're back Kenny Payne. So see, Louisville is like legit trash. <laughs> Why did so Kenny Payne go back there? So bad. Um Ace Bouchard God. says all in all, not too disappointed with the effort in the last three games. I mean, offensively, yeah. the team has been like on it. I would say, defensively is where I would like them to like look similar to look a little bit closer to how they looked um, for half of tonight. I would say. Um, I wouldn't say half. I wouldn't say like their defense was the problem this game. Like they played like Giannis did Giannis stuff. I also like, feel like the Giannis. Bucks just missed a lot of shots. So I feel like we had that like that twenty twenty one luck tonight. That shooting luck. I feel like we had that shooting luck tonight. Because, like, the Bucks were, like, looking like how we did versus um, who was that team we shot, like, really badly against from three recently? Was that Memphis? No, it might have. I mean, it's every team. Uh, True. The but, Sun, like, there was one the game that was, like, significantly really bad. I, I think it might have been Memphis. Either way, the Bucks look like us for a good majority of the night from three, except for when it really mattered the most. But yeah, I mean, I'm not too yeah, like the the effort offensively, I I like it because I mean we're putting up points, especially when Brunson has it, and tonight was one of the nights where he didn't have it, and hopefully, like whatever injury or whatever it may be is like something that's resolved very soon. But yeah. I think the part is just like one of six from three in the fourth quarter, five of them from the line in the fourth quarter, and that's the game. And they lost by three. Like right there, that's the game. So it, it just really sucks they weren't able to hit those shots when they needed to hit those shots. But yeah. You live and you learn. IQ was bad. Cam was meh. Bench was meh. Randall and Brunson were bricks, and yet we were never out of it. The state's office is really good. I don't understand that. Randall's hyper-efficient. Brunson's hyper-efficient. Mitchell Robinson's hyper-efficient. Grimes is really good. But like a night like tonight where some where so many guys just don't have it and we're still in the game with the Bucks is weird to me. Nobody like Giannis had was good, and Drew Holiday had a good game. Yeah, like Drew Holiday barely happens. Yeah, and Drew the fact Holiday that we were had... still in it 
is like mind blowing to me. I mean, I guess it was because mainly because like RJ played really well, and then like Mitch had like the game of his life. Only had one block tonight too, which is crazy. Like yeah. he is, he was like his presence was felt everywhere, but like he had like one block and no steals. Also, Jalen Brunson has more blocks than RJ Barrett still in the season. Jalen Brunson got a block tonight. That's wild. <clears throat> um, yeah, I just it was a weird ass game, man. This is a weird ass game. Like they lost by six, and they really realistically lost by six because of foul at the end. But like they, yeah. All right, my one complaint that I had super early in this game, I don't, I don't see anyone bringing up. Um, first sub of the game after Jalen Brunson gets hurt is Derrick Rose, who proceeds to get like baked, fried, and fricasseed on the court. Like, I just don't understand. He's Someone like, help me understand tonight. this. I don't understand. Someone help me doing. understand this. Like, he played 10 minutes tonight, and I didn't understand why he played at all. If you're just going to play him 10 minutes... Legit no reason for him to get those charity minutes tonight. If you're going to play him 10 minutes a night, you might as well just play quickly. Quickly should you be the first guy off the bench. Legitimately, like, Derrick Rose looks so baked out there. Like, he he got his shot blocked. Like he looked like he barely rose like two feet off the ground for that like that floater that he tried to do over Brooke. And then he got like baked by Drew Holiday on like a simple crossover drive. Which is why I don't know why he's on Drew Holiday in the first place. But yeah, he tried going up against Brooke Brooke Lopez. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) He barely got two feet off the ground. I was like, all right. Derek Rose. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like time for you to sit. It's over, man. I'm, t- I'm telling you, man. It's time to he's, go to the home. He's one more injury away from doing motivational speeches around the prisons of Chicago. Like, it, it's it's that. It's that over for him, man. Like, I don't care if he's the lightest he's been since his rookie year. He is the like, lightest, unless, and he is also the stinkiest he's been unless, in his whole career. Like, unless you're out here turning back the hands of time, I don't want you playing the hands of time are slapping him in the face and telling him time are, it's time to retire. <laughs> not, like the hands of time are literally giving him the one, two, mink, mink combo. And he is just trying to ignore it and talking about Wusa. No, no, it's, it's over for dude. What's who spelled backwards? Retirement home. Um, Brian says what Luca is about to do to us on Saturday. Give us a 40 point triple double and lose by 15. Hey, one thing I say about us, we always got the Mavs number. Like, exactly, no matter like, what. I don't know how, why. I don't know was, if this was like something that was like some dark magic by Steve Mills it, it during the, the trade Porzingis negotiations trade. of the, the Porzingis trade. trade where like, like they like gave them like they put some black magic on them where they were like, all right, you are going to lose every single game to us for the rest of like forever. And they're just like, all right, we will Porzingis. And then proceed Matt. to give him up for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bretons. That's hilarious. That's nasty. And but, he's I mean, cooking lately, though. I will say that. He had 27 and 19 tonight. Wait till his knee gives out. Yeah, that's that's always bound to happen. But um, Because you know it's coming. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Luca, let 
my game plan let luca do whatever just eliminate the rest of the other guys like don't let christian wood get crazy don't let tim hardaway do anything even though he hasn't really been all that good this this season reggie but look you know i worry about him jason kid's probably gonna like keep him in a broom closet or something because he's absolutely putrid this year um Kemba Walker, who knows if he plays? If he does, God if bless Kemba his soul. Kemba Walker lights us up, man. Oh, you can see it too. He's gonna hit like one or two. Hit us the RVD, and I'm gonna literally be. I'm gonna be cursing on the timeline. Plus, it's a matinee game. Oh, it's an early Saturday game. Oh my gosh, nah, Knicks do terrible in these early. Weekend games, man. This could this could get ugly, I, actually. I think it's a sun. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's a Saturday game. You're it's right. a Saturday You're game. Right. Oh, it's even worse. There's no there's no NFL football to back you up that you can no! you can escape to. <laughs> Shit. Can't even escape to the Giants game. Oh man, it's this bad. Sucks. It's bad, uh, but nah. I think I think we'll be all right. I mean, the last couple games have shown us that, like, they can be competitive with anybody in the league. So it's like, whatever. I mean, like, even okay. like, what, even if they go up, I mean, like, they, they, they had the Warriors down, like, God knows how much. And the Warriors almost beat them the other day. So, but then again, if they win, that means that our pick is better and their pick is better, which means that we get their pick. So I, I don't root for the tank, but I might be a little bit. A little bit, just enough, just enough. I'm rooting for good process. That's all I'm rooting for. Exactly. Results in a win or a loss, then whatever. But yeah, good process. I want to see dudes hoop, and then we lose by five. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Y'all, y'all can do that. Maybe that makes me a hater. I don't know. Also, yeah, hardest I get a rebound snatch by George Hill was the nastiest shit I've ever seen, bro. Like he went up for that rebound, and George Hill. Geriatric George Hill went. At that yeah. point, like uh, Hardenstein, uh, I don't know. Like white men can't jump in white. This was not out. again. This was not a matchup for him either. This is a matchup for Sims, I, Sims I, and I, Mitch. I don't like, get what it. are we doing? I don't. I don't get it. I really don't. I don't think I ever will. They need to include him in the the thirty <laughs> trade. Sarge and Crowder and two firsts for Randall and Einstein. Sure, I'm sure they're training the rebuttal. Not, it's not happening. Give it up. Uh, Leon Rose is too in love with his prodigal son, whatever. It's so I lie. It's ridiculous. Um, they keep buying into whatever. He okay, listen. Buying. If you get if you're getting two firsts for Julius Randall, then you got to make that damn trade. I don't care how much I like him. <laughs> I don't care how much you lo- I like. Him. I forgot how much I traded him for in two K. Although his value, his value must have been like rock bottom in two K because like him and Fournier, mm-hmm. their their value was absolutely dirt. Like wow. dudes was offering Kevin Knox for Fournier in two K. So, right. Um, Ace Bouchard says Rose is giving off major Kemba vibes. Yeah, he's like washed. Yeah, badly. It's over. It's not to pack it up, man. Like, thank you for thank you for twenty nine um twenty 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 one. We always were able like we fleeced the Detroit in that one trade. 
giving him Dennis Smith Jr., the corpse of Dennis Smith Jr. for Derrick Rose. Great season, but now it's not the it's not the it's not the pack enough. It's done. It's over with. Oh, I see what I traded Randall for. I got a first round pick from the Spurs and Doug McDermott. That's solid. Yeah. Booker got fifty what? 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 Through three quarters. You God. Twenty to twenty-five. Oh. Shit. Yeah. Also, Zach Levine is cooked. He's had a terrible start to this. Oh, man had two surgeries on his knee, and they gave him two hundred and fifty million dollars. What the hell were they thinking? I don't know. Thought he was gonna recover or something. I don't know. He's the new Kemba Walker. Shit. <clears throat> but um, yeah. I mean, time to send Kemba to. I mean, not Kemba. Time to send Rose to the same home they sent Kemba to. Same ranch. But. Same behind the woodshed. Same dude ranch for all the old point guards with no knees that have gone through the Knicks. No, not even point guards, just old players that have gone to the Knicks past their prime. I mean, but like, no knees. You can say point guards, so that's the thing. Because we we would collect them old Baron Davis, Baron Davis, Chauncey Phillips, uh, Steve Francis, uh. Who but else? like, even if you go out of the point guard range, you got like Tracy McGrady past this yeah, prime. Tracy McGrady, they, like, uh, they need to. They they got to send Derrick Rose to that same dude ranch all them dudes went to. Tell him, tell him it's, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Stoudemire, Sheed Wallace. Uh, yeah, we have some ass teams, dude. Derek Fisher, no, he was coaching. Never mind. He was Never coaching. Mind. Bad same, same shit, really. JL says, if we lose to the Mavs, that should get Thibs fired because that means there are real issues. We never lose to the Mavs. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like that is the one thing that is a given every single year. Like we know those are two guaranteed wins. If we lose, then like he's got to go. You can't ruin tradition. That is tradition. That is a Knicks staple since the Porzingis trade. Even if he's not there anymore, that is a staple in the Knicks community to beat the Mavs twice a year. He can't ruin tradition. If he ruins tradition, he has to go. That's not, that's right. the straw that breaks the camel's back. Go to that point. What the hell were you even doing this for? Yeah, like what's the point of even playing games anymore? That's that's all reliable right there. You can't fuck up all reliable. Yep. All right. Let's see. So Yasser says the Knicks got to be the greatest what if team of all time. And then uh, Hawkeye four twenty says that is quite literally the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's easily the Nets. Like the the I mean the Knicks are like what if like these guys sign here, but like the Nets actually got those guys, and it's like, what if they were like just competent and like just played basketball? Like literally did the only jobs? the only what if the Knicks have is what if uh, Stoudemire was healthy? But then again, they wouldn't have had 2012, 2013 if Stoudemire. Or was what healthy, if they won the like, Zion lottery? That's it. Yeah, yeah, 
But, but, but yeah, like the Stoudemire thing was like it when he wasn't healthy, they played Mel with the four, which is what they should have done, and they won 54 games out of it. So, like, if you, yep. if, yeah, yeah, it's literally the Nets. Like, they had Harden, Kyrie, and KD, and then within a year, Harden gets traded. Kyrie's anti Semite, and Kevin Durant is requesting trades. So, yeah, the Knicks is like, what if the Knicks, like, the Knicks, only what if with the Knicks is, what if the Knicks were good? Yeah, I, I would like that. That's the only what if that really matters. Um, so let's see. Um, Yasser also says, trading our three lottery picks this year for a top four, making Johnny Bryant head coach. Ooh, then you woke up. Don't let me get hot now. Um, there's no, there's no team trading out of that lottery, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's trading out of the top four. So wherever spot no, we get, the, we had to be happy with it. Shit, out of the top ten. No, yeah, nobody's no, some, nobody's some, trading. There's gonna bro. be one team. There's gonna be one team that ends up there that's gonna be like, hey, we want to trade now. Okay, listen. Right there's now, always Detroit, a team like that every year, no matter what the talent level is. There's always that one team that's like, oh, well, you know, let's trade down. We know our guy. Our guy's like Josh Primo or whatever. <laughs> like, let's pick this guy that's going to go like 27th at like 12. <laughs> like, but again, yeah, like, this is a loaded draft. And the only teams that traded out were um, Minnesota, who traded for D'Lo, stupidly. And then it was the Vucevic trade. So the Magic got eighth pick. And then... It was the swap of Steven Adams to the um, Grizzlies where they dumped all their bad money. But, like, there weren't any trades until, like, the um, to post-lotto. So, like, I don't think a lot of teams have been trading out of, like, their pick recently. Like, even last year, I don't think the teams really traded out of their pick. No. Yeah, the top ten went untouched. Hmm. The trade started happening when the Knicks got on the board. Chaos always starts when we pull up to the party. Um, yeah. We have problems. Indeed, we do. Even um, same thing like 2020, nobody traded out. I mean, hmm. I'm looking at the box score right now of tonight's game. RJ, 33 minutes. Randall, 39 minutes. That was weird to me. That was a lot. I don't even think Gian- Giannis played like what 36 Okay, I guess he was trying to match him with um Giannis. And then he gave him like two minutes when Giannis. But like man, you look at their be- you look at the Bucks bench and they got two guys that like damn near play 25 apiece off the bench. Yeah. I wish looked- I wish that should be us. We should have yet we should have like two or three guys that play like 25 minutes. Yeah, like it should be quickly and it should be top in or cam depending on the night. Yeah, exactly. But like I, I don't know, man. Uh as long as the coach that we have here is here, then like things like that. Like even Budenholzer, who is like as like rigid as it gets, will still do something like this. Huh. <sighs> Just shows, you know, like when fans, when fans ask me to show them, like, because like I've had, I've had fellow Knicks fans ask me to show them what other coach would like do certain things 
like differently from Thibs. Literally every Knicks fan, I I I I I venture you to just look at the other team's box score that we play that night. Just look at that. That will tell you all you need to know. Off rip. I listen. Then Nick you Nurse, watch Nick, the game. No, nah, Nick Nurse people are in a sweatshirt. Let's be honest. Nick Nurse got dudes playing thirty-eight minutes, and you could you if you in a crowd, you might play That's thirty-eight Nick Nurse, minutes. No, Nick Nurse is not normal. They had a blowout center. Let me see their minutes distribution. Yeah, Pascal want... played thirty-four minutes in a blowout, bro, and still couldn't get twenty-five points from parlay. What's wrong with him? He not Julius. What can I say? Twenty-three Please. points. Very unserious. Let me not say that because Toronto Twitter is crazy, and I like not having people attack me. Let me not say that. I like Pascal. Please be gentle. All right. So looking ahead to the Mavs game. I mean, we've talked about it a ton, how we expect to win. But like, I mean, the Mavs, we talked about them the other day about like how like they've been bad vibes to say the least. I mean, they beat the Warriors the other day. The Warriors are terrible on the road. So I don't know how much stock we really put into that game. Um. But yeah, I mean, Luca's been on a tear. He's been averaging like, I don't know, like thirty-three points per game or whatever it is. Um, basically, um, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie's had a pretty good year, I would say. And um, Christian Wood, he's kind of he started off the season really good as of late. I don't know. I think it seems that he's cooled off a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think those are our three main like guys that we should be aware of. I mean Other Josh than... Green, I think I think Josh Green is starting to like come into his own too. So I think okay. you can like watch out for him. Yeah but other than that like like the Mavs are like a team that like if you really shut down not even shut down Luca but if you just shut down the other guys you're just gonna make Luca have to do everything by himself and I like our chances with that. He's not doing everything he's not doing everything with Curtin Grimes giving him the strap the clamps. Whoa. I said the strap down. The clamps. Oh. Relax. Relax. No, I ain't wilding. I ain't wilding. It's not a pause. <laughs> you know, just just gotta make sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, this should be a game. I expect it to be another shootout. If the defensive intensity from us does not match how it was tonight, it's definitely going to be a shootout because that's how like. I mean, look at the score of the the Warriors um, Mavericks game the other day. Like, and just look at other times that the Mavericks have played. Question: I mean, Do you think Brunson goes off? Man, it's so hard to say. With like, he looks hobbled a little bit. To like, the thing is, the thing is though, like, not if he was a man more than spite, I would know. Um, I. I if I had a parlay, I would like bet overs. Like points, rebound, assists, I would bet over. I mean, we have a pretty decent, like, good amount of days for him to rest because the game's on Saturday. Today is Wednesday. So there is a good amount of time for him to rest, you know, hopefully get that leg right. And then Saturday could pop off. So, you know. I'm not saying it won't happen, but like I'm just a little wary of it happening. Um, 
but yeah, I, I would love for it to happen against the the Mavs at home. That would be very like fulfilling. But yeah, we'll see. Terry, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. What's up? Oh, my bad. My bad. I think I tuned out for a second. My mic. My bad. Uh, topic of Nick Nurse, Scotty Barnes regression and low ceilings moving the needle right now. Yeah, Scotty Barnes late ass. Oof, rookie of the year. That the rookie diamond year. tester out. Oh, he. I don't know how the hell he won it. I really don't know how the hell he won it over over Mobley. Mobley or Cage should have got that, but you know. I don't know. Toronto gas was was crazy that year. I guess they went to the playoffs. So I don't know how it was even crazy, bro. Like they were like the fifth seed or whatever, man. Like whatever, whatever. Right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really see what else there is to talk about from this game. Doesn't seem like there's much activity in the chat tonight. Um, you know, pretty. You know, it's. I guess I don't blame fans for you know getting like bored with this team right now. Like yeah. I really don't blame you. Um, we're seeing the same result constantly. Um, losing close games at home, it's like it becomes redundant speaking on the same things, and it becomes beating a dead horse too. So, I do not blame fans for you know tuning out of games. Yeah, I, if I didn't have to do this post game, I would probably tune out as well. So like, if I didn't have to do post game, I'd be asleep by seven p.m. because I'm like legit, like washed. drained. I'm washed. Yes, I am washed. I am like beyond washed. Like so as I soon know, as I log off of here, is, I am going to bed. You know what? You're right because I've moved into this. <laughs> now being washed at twenty three is actually like that is life worst. as a teacher. My teacher friends yeah. warned me about this. Yeah. Child care, child care be having you go home at like eight o'clock. Like you be at bed at eight o'clock. You'd be like, ah, this is nice. Like these two next these next two days, I gotta do no post game. I'll be like, yes, I can sleep. I'm going to like, bed early. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm gonna be up at like five a.m. but it's worth it. I'm gonna be sleeping at seven thirty. And I never used uh, to get excited about that, but um shout out to all my teachers out there. Shout out to my fellow educators, child care workers, all that good stuff. Um we're going to end things off here. We will catch you guys back on Saturday afternoon. Hopefully the Knicks win that game against the Mavericks. Everything Strickland related is, of course, in the description, as you all know. Links to the site, the merch shop, the Patreon, Twitter. I should probably add a link to the Instagram, but I will let you know that the Instagram is the strict.land, just like the website, the strict.land. Another great way to support us, follow us, keep up with us. If in any case that Elon Musk gets irresponsible with the self-destruct button for Twitter, you can always find the Strickland and all of us on Instagram. So follow us there. Um, We'll catch you guys after the Mavs game. Peace out. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.